This is Anime Out of Context, a comedy review podcast hosted by a weeb of the highest order alongside a cynical man who knows nothing about anime. Our show features spoilers, explicit language, and poor fact-checking. Neither of our hosts are experts on any topic and none of their opinions should be taken as fact. Thank you for listening, and enjoy. Welcome to Anime Out of Context, the show where I attempt to explain the sometimes weird, sometimes wonderful, but always hilarious world of anime. And while some may think I'm the Grinch, in reality I'm just getting grunched. I'm Sean Rollins. I'm Remington Chase. Rem, you smell that? You smell that in the air? You know what that smell is, Rem? Is it chestnuts roasting over an open fire? No, Rem, it's Kentucky Fried Chicken. Oh, fuck, of course, we're in Japan, I forgot. That's Kentucky Fried Chicken and Christmas Cake. And that's right, Rem, it's the holidays. Uh, uh, you know what? Uh, I, I, I enjoy Christmas. I feel like a lot of people, they they reach a certain age where they feel like they have to hate on Christmas. Um, but no, I, I think Christmas is, is very pleasant. Uh, as are most uh, winter holidays, we celebrate Christmas, whatever whatever you're celebrating around this time, uh, even if it's just getting together, uh, you know. Except, I, I except think maybe it's, you it's a pleasant get time together physically is the only thing. Well, yeah, not this not year. Not this, this year. year. This year, like, like, you're going to want to get a bit of a hiatus on that one. Have, have a nice, like, emotional, sentimental Zoom call. The people you care about. And, you know, just just share memories, reminisce, maybe maybe play some games together, what, whatever you need to do. Uh, obviously, this is a hyper-commercialized time of year, and capitalism has us under its boot at all times. But, hey, I like Christmas. <laughs> we we do like Christmas. Uh, and that being said, Remington, uh, th- last year, our Christmas special was very Christmassy. I, it, it was, and I actually enjoyed myself yeah. with it. Yeah, no, it, we watched was... uh, Tokyo Godfathers, which is arguably one of the best uh, Christmas anime uh, out there. Uh, granted, it was real solid. It got me in the spirit. Yeah, and it was funny. Uh, a little dated, but, you know, it was about grungy homeless folk uh, and the spirit of Christmas and a little bit of Jesus. Just a little bit of Jesus for flavor. Uh, but if you haven't listened to that one, go back and listen to it, because it works for this year, too, if you really need some some festive cheer. Uh, but this... Sean, uh... Whenever you note in this example, uh, oh, it fits so well, it was so Christmassy, I very strongly feel like you are about to do something that is not very Christmassy, Sean. (laughs) I mean, look, Rem, I feel like I've done Christmas very well for the two years that we've been doing this podcast. I... One of the years was good. One of the years was Christmassy. The other one, no, get fucked. I mean, the other one had a Christmas um, episode in it. We just had watched it in a previous episode <laughs> of the podcast. It's fine. I mean, it, are you are you yet again going to avoid any Christmas spirit anime? <laughs> this son of a bitch. Here I am just trying to get in the Christmas spirit. And Sean is like, well, you know, this anime has some snow in it. <laughs> Look. Oh, see, in the background, there was a chicken and KFC. Get it? All right. So that's why we're doing this one. I'm just trying to be holly and jolly, motherfucker. Yeah. I, you know, that's fair. That's fair, Rem. I, I understand. Uh, however, Christmas is also about giving gifts, Remington. Uh, there, there's that capitalism again. You know, it, 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 we can oh, never yeah, get yeah. away. Oh, of course. Uh, and gifts can come in many shapes and sizes. Uh, what might be a gift uh, to your friend might actually be, you know, the bane of their existence. Like particular drawings, for example. Uh, 
a gift that you might get your father might not work for your mother. A gift you get for yourself might not be as great as if someone else would have given it to you. You know, it's very gifts can be very uh, varied and interesting, and you know, it's uh, it, it's it's hard to get Christmas one hundred percent right all the time. Oh fuck! This is I I am not ready for whatever bullshit you have planned. Yeah, and Remington, uh, we get a lot of things wrong in our show. Uh, it's 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 true. Uh, almost every single week, nonstop. Yeah, uh, and people have reminded us as such that we get a lot of things wrong. Yep. Like, incessantly, they uh, they remind us uh, over and over and over. The death threats were interesting. Uh, yep, yep. Not particularly Christmassy, but then again, we got those year-round, so <laughs> it, it, it kind of worked in the end. Uh, but no, Remington, uh, this time around... Uh, I, I did have so, I did have something Christmassy kind of planned, uh, but then I realized you'd have to watch 15 episodes to get to it, and I didn't think you'd be about that. Uh-huh. Uh, so instead, I'm going to I'm gonna start what I like to call an apology. Oh fuck. Uh, not to you, Rem. I'm not apologizing to you. Yep. Uh, I'm apologizing uh, to the people of the world, the people who listen to our show, all like seven of them. Uh, <laughs> All right, so presumably you are rectifying some fuck up we did. The most recent one would be Psyche K, um, though I I don't know if I support rectifying that. Oh no no right no, now. That's, that's something I'm gonna support. I'm gonna like fix next year probably. <laughs> yeah yeah. All right. Uh, what else have we fucked oh, up? Oh god, I, I'm curious, Rem. What are some of the fu- biggest fuck ups you can that come to your mind? Um, agreeing to the podcast. Hey now, hold on. Um... We don't need to go that far back. <laughs> Post-podcast. Post-podcast. That's what we need. Oh, God. All right. Uh, I, I would say uh, Psyche K was a big one. Um, there was a, a, a hefty mistake in Gurren Logan. Yeah. Uh, that's that's one of the more notable that, that ones. That one still hurts. For sure. Um, people think most of my opinions on popular anime are mistakes, though I disagree with that mm-hmm. sentiment. I don't know. What 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 mistake are, are you apologizing for this week, Sean? Well, Rem, I'm apologizing because right now, currently airing, uh, is one of the most popular shows in anime history. The final season of the most po- one of the most popular shows uh, in the past decade, let's say. Oh, yeah, wow. Yep, it's the final season. People are hyped. Uh, its score on Mal, uh, after its first episode dropped, uh, shot up to like a nine almost immediately. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's super hype. Uh, apparently, it's really, really fucking good. Uh, and... Well, Rem, we've done an episode on it before, and I figured... Oh, no. Wait, wait, wait. In a good way or not good way? <laughs> well, we talk about mistakes, Rem. Uh... <laughs> Oh no! And and currently, oh. Rem, uh, people seem to agree that our biggest mistake, uh, and I'd say it's oh, probably our, one of our biggest mistakes too, uh, oh. mostly from a, t- oh, a quality no. standpoint, because it was probably our lowest, qual- one of our lowest quality episodes. Uh, oh fuck! Yeah, um, Rem, we kind of fucked up talking about Attack on Titan. Oh no! No! Yeah. Yeah, I definitely let a lot of my biases get uh, get to me in there, and I figured the best way to rectify this as a Christmas present to everybody, <laughs> to honor the final season, we would jump back into Attack on Titan, give it a proper review, and uh, <laughs> and see if really any of our opinions from that first episode <laughs> oh, hold any God. water. 
Sean, Attack on Titan is still, to this day, by far and above, the anime we, we receive the most hate about. And, like, some of the hate we get is, is like, joking or it's, like, a little bit tongue-in-cheek. Attack on Titan has bred some unironic, like, vitriolic haters. Yeah. Why? It's why it's one of our biggest mistakes, Remington. I don't... I don't think... I... Oh, God. Oh, and no. And I think that what we ought to do oh, is fuck. jump into it and give it another fair chance. I don't want to spend Christmas with a bunch of gargantuan Ken doll monstrosities. <laughs> it's, it's, it's not going to be a good time. Look, man, I'm not thrilled about it, but apparently it's really good now Holy at episode shit. 60. Oh, jeez, fuck. Uh, we're not going to get that far <laughs> because I don't, I don't think you could emotionally handle it. Uh, not because of, like, you know, no. quality improvement and whatnot, but just because I feel like, you know, 55 episodes of anime in one sitting would probably actually leave you comatose. Oh, God. I am... This is gonna fuck me up. This is gonna fuck me up. I'm not ready. They... Attack on Titan is just Sword Art Online that people think is actually good. <laughs> And that is actually one of the things that got us a lot of really hateful emails, if you'll remember correctly. <laughs> I know, because I was right. I mean, I also agree with that statement because a lot of the same fan bases uh, overlap. Although I will say Attack on Titan, I think, is still better than Sword Art Online. Even back then, I thought that. But Rem, it's been two years since we covered Attack on Titan. God. Yeah, we covered it back in December uh, of 2018. Uh, it was our 32nd episode. So I feel like after two years... It's time to, to try and make some amends. Try to appease the weebs so that we can maybe get some less hate mail and, you know, share no, some gonna, love no, on Christmas. we're going to get way more. We're going to get way more. <laughs> it's going to inflame all of the hate mail. Because I am so I'd be amazed if my opinion about Attack on Titan changed. If it does, cool. But it almost certainly won't. You couldn't you couldn't have done like like a promised Neverland or like a Madoka Magica or a Mirai Nikki, which all have also been requested a ton. Yeah, but Christmas is about forgiveness, Rem. And how are they supposed to forgive us if we don't forgive ourselves? <laughs> I, I I have no need to forgive myself. I was right. <laughs> Listen here, Scrooge McDuck. It is the Christmas season. We have got to do something nice for the lovely people who listen. I have read literally paragraphs of impassioned emails talking about how wrong no, no. we were about here. this. You you want to call me Scrooge? All right. Well, this is the equivalent of like, all right, goes to Christmas past. He's showing up and he's like, hey, look at your past. How do you feel about that? And uh, pretty good, actually. Good. Proper. Correct. <laughs> Oh, don't you have any regrets or anything? No, not in this instance. <laughs> Feel pretty fucking good about the past that you're showing me. Look, man, the past, the past uh, has a curious way of making things interesting. You know, I, we're, we're gonna, it's back, every anime, almost, almost every anime has a rough start, but by the end, it usually gets pretty solid, you know? I mean, apparently no, even the most fuck. recent season of Sword Art Online stepped up its game a bit, uh, I'm so done. Yeah, but look, man, it, it's it's not. This is a Christmas gift for the people listening and all the impassioned people who cared so much about this show to send us emails about why they thought it was a good show and why we were wrong and they wanted us to give it a second chance, Rem. And I feel like what's more Christmassy than giving it a second chance? 
and maybe a third chance, depending on the emails we get after this. I have a hunch. <laughs> but this time, Rem, we're gonna get we're gonna do it. We're gonna do it right. We're gonna do it proper. Uh we're gonna walk into we're gonna walk into this dangerous, dangerous anime from 2013. Uh an anime that genuinely changed the scope of anime in the West. Uh you can't deny that. Uh and we're I'm just saying, Sean, if you decided right now that this was all just a nice little prank and and then we we can switch it to to some some pleasant little obscure anime Christmas movie. That'd be fine. I did that last I'd year, Rem. I support that. <laughs> do it again. <laughs> <laughs> Look, man, you're a magician. You know that you can't just do the same trick twice in a row. It's better than doing a bad trick. <laughs> I don't think this is a bad trick. I think it's a genuinely, it's me reaching out. I'm offering, I'm offering an olive branch to the angry, angry weebs so that hopefully, hopefully we can uh, garner a positive future. You're handing them an olive branch doused in gasoline as well as a lit match in the other hand. It's gonna go wrong. (laughs) To be fair, mate, you're the one holding the match. (laughs) I'm obviously gonna throw it. I made it so abundantly clear when I'm going to throw, where I'm going to throw it. You're placing the doused olive branch in the line of sight. And you're like, I don't know. He's the one who's going to toss it. No, you know what's about to happen, Sean. Rem, before we get into it, I'm just going to give you a brief synopsis as it has been two years. Yeah, sure. Why not? All right. We only watched about five and a half episodes, if you recall. Uh, Too many. And what what happens is in uh, this world, uh, there are three tiered cities. Uh, And outside the walls, there are giant, angry, humanoid creatures called titans that only want to kill and eat people. Uh, They're near impossible to kill. Only by slicing out a large chunk from the back of their neck can they be destroyed. Uh, Our main character, Aaron Yeager, uh, lost his family to Titans, hates him dearly, uh, and has decided to uh, join up with the, uh, these, oh god, what's the name of it before I forget, uh, the uh, Scouting Corps, if I remember correctly? Scouts? Eh, Attack on Titans, not my best. Uh, the division of uh, fighters against Titans, the only people that can actually ho- uh, defeat Titans using 3D maneuver gear, technological uh, spider climbing jetpack like uh, packs, as well as segmented blades to gouge out the backs of Titans next. Uh, he has a dream of killing all Titans and hopefully getting to uh, the basement where he grew up, where his father had left something behind for him. He's joined by his friends, Armin and Mikasa, and they face trials and tribulations against uh, Titans. What we saw was him lose his family, uh, a training arc, as well as the first Titan attack on the, inner, on the second ring of the city. Uh, and where we left off, our main character got got eatedded. He den done got eatedded. Uh, and things are going real bad. People are dying left and right, and all hope looks to be lost until a strange uh, new titan shows up and is beating the shit out of other titans. And that is basically where we left off. Such a lame. Look, man, that's the briefest synopsis I can give, just to give you the the remembrance. Uh, and we're gonna start at episode six. Yay. And to give them the fair shake, Rem, because, you know, it's it's been two years. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, we are going to watch all the way to episode 16. You fucking bastard. Okay. 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 That's, that's halfway you know, through Sean? the first season, more or le- a little over halfway through oh the first season. And I feel oh, like that Sean. should help us refine our opinions. 
Sean? Yes, Sean, yes. Um, I was looking forward to to Christmas. You know, great time of year, great time of year. We talked we talked about how much how much how much we like Christmas. Um, on on a separate note, um, a, a very hyped up video game recently came out. Um, uh, yeah, Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. And I can't help on this day in this recording to feel like someone who pre ordered Cyberpunk for my PS four. I can't help <laughs> but but feel that in my heart right now and and it, it's not it doesn't feel good does not feel good look rem much like cyberpunk 2077 uh it's it's got a bit of a rough start uh but once you get once you get involved with it a little bit uh provided your hardware can handle it uh thankfully my pc can so i'm not i'm too many complaints uh you'll find that there is something to enjoy and that's what you got to look for rem you got to look for the joy in this there have been so many impassioned letters that I just I just couldn't leave this alone any longer. It's Christmas, Ram. It's Christmas. Also, I still remember the minion picture, you motherfucker. It was so good! <laughs> and this isn't revenge for that. Don't worry. I'm just saying, you had it coming. You had it coming. You only have yourself to blame. And without further ado, Remington, let's go watch some Shingeki no Kyojin. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back after consuming after consuming 10 whole episodes of the hit the hit uh, uh anime Shingeki no Kyojin or Attack on Titan and uh Remington, uh this is your chance. This is your one opportunity. This is this is the opportunity of a lifetime to make it up to all of the weebs who you so horribly crushed all those years ago. And hopefully you can at least say some nice things. Otherwise, I don't think we're ever going to hear the end of it at this point, honestly. So let's let's get into it. Rem, what were your thoughts on the first half of the first season of Attack on Titan? Well, I, I just want to quickly um, clarify, because we, we did mention uh, that Attack on Titan, more than any other show, more than any other episode we've ever done, has gotten us both the most hate mail and also like the most sincere and vitriolic hate mail. Um, I, I want to talk to anybody who thinks they might fall into that category. Pro probably don't listen to this episode. Pro probably end it here. I don't know oh, if, no. if you're going to get a lot of value oh, from no. this. I don't think I don't think you're gonna like what what goes forward. So in the spirit of Christmas, this is like a Christmas warning. If you want a holly jolly Christmas and you're in that category, um, probably don't. If on the other hand, you had a pretty good fucking idea what we were going to get with this episode, uh, and you're you're looking forward to it. To those people, Merry Christmas. Let's get started. Well, Rem, Rem, I mean, 10 episodes is a lot of episodes. Like, there has to have been, you know, some major improvements since last time, right? You know what, Sean? You, you'd think that. You'd think that. But, you know, let's let's delve right into it. Oh, boy, here um, we go. Let, let's, let's get into the nitty-gritty details. Uh, I'm going to pretend like I'm not going to get into the nitty-gritty details because we have 10 episodes to cover. But then I still will anyway, and this will end up being a super long episode. So, fuck us. Happy Christmas, Dylan. Uh, <laughs> so... Uh, we open up episode six um, with uh, with our boy Armin. He's he's with the other cadets and he's like having a panic attack because he just saw his crew get fucked up, and so he's freaked out about everything. Um, 
Which reminded me, oh yeah, they did kill off all of the characters with insufficient backstory. That is their criteria. As a general rule for Attack on Titan, if if you're introduced to a character, um, but it's not through like an exposition dump that's like, hey, this is this character. This is what they do and why they're important. If instead it's like, oh yeah, that's Pedro over there. Thanks, Pedro. Pedro's about to die. Um, <laughs> that is their way of assigning them death. If they just casually name a character, that character is going to die very soon and they're going to pretend that it's really meaningful even though it really really isn't uh so so just keep that in mind um anyway so we then get to see some drama with the merchant guild clogging up an exit because they filled their wagon too full to leave and can't slightly trim it down um does it make a lot of sense no but do we need some hyperbolic villainy that's the only kind we accept here uh, so there we go. Sure. Okay. Um, then we, we get some stuff. Uh, fortunately that all the people who are being held up by the merchant guild, uh, a Titan is coming at them. Oh God, they're in danger. Don't worry. Mikasa is here and Mikasa just easily kills the Titan. No problem. Um, and everyone's like, oh my God, Mikasa so good. And then we get a flashback, which is the only way that we can communicate history. Uh, th this flashback is all about uh, Mikasa's tragic past, which y'all know how much I love randomly inserted tragic pasts to pretend that the character has a meaningful story about them. Uh, Mikasa's story is that her parents were brutally murdered in front of her by a few bandits who are like child traffickers. Well, not child traffickers, just human traffickers that I were mean, specifically they could be child hunting down- too, Remington. You don't need to, you don't, you don't need to box them in. <laughs> They can traffic anybody they dream of. Uh, oh, God. Uh, so the, they wanted Mikasa and and especially her mom uh, because they are the last of the Asian race on the entire planet. All right. So I'm not even going to address like the what the fuck quality, although I think we all can acknowledge what the fuck. Um, but also the amount of like inbreeding that would be required for that to be the case is astonishing just it's absolutely unbelievable frankly almost like it wasn't thought out at all and it makes no goddamn sense it's yeah i mean yeah you know maybe they're not talking 100 percent but like, uh, traits they did very clearly specify that mikasa was the last asian in the entire world which yeah okay that that doesn't really track does it <laughs> It doesn't make sense for like any reason, um, but whatever. Okay, don't don't worry about it. Uh, the bandits. We we then cut to like the bandits trying to figure out what to do with Mikasa. Meanwhile, a young Aaron and his dad uh, are are like they find the the bloody corpses and are like, oh, but where's Mikasa? And his dad's like, don't worry, son, I'll handle it. You go to the bottom of the mountain and just wait. Um, and so we we go back to the bandits, seeing what they're about to do with Mikasa. Casa, they start talking about it. Uh, th this is where they're talking about her being the last Asian, and they're like, oh, but she's not a purebreed. Her mom was, though. Uh, and it's like, yeah, well, that's why we wanted her mom. And the, the other one's like, ah, oh, yeah, but I mean, you saw she attacked me. What could I have done? And then we get a flashback in a flashback of 
the mom attacking that bandit and him killing her. Um, and then inside the flashback, it's like, oh, you idiot, you killed the mom. She's a pure breed. And then the dude's like, oh, but she attacked me right now. What year did Inception so just come to- out again? <laughs> Just to clarify exactly what happened, they these two bandits are like, oh man, you killed the mom. Yeah, but I had to. She attacked me. And then we get the scene where they, they're like, oh, I want the mom. But then she attacks and they kill her. And then they reiterate in the dialogue, wow, you, 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 what you have just done is you have just killed the mom, the one we were after. Ah, yes, but didn't you see? She attacked me. Which I, I, normally the rule is like you either tell them or you show them. Attack on Titan is going to tell you twice and show you maybe once. And that is really indicative of how things go moving forward. Uh, so the, these thugs, they're, they're guarding a nine-year-old girl, right? Um, and they have like axes and shit. So you, you think they're, they're pretty capable, but then nine-year-old Aaron shows up, right, Sean? Right. And he immediately shows up and, and he, he is just like, oh, I'm just searching for a nice place to stay. And the bandits are like, I don't know, I guess we'll traffic him too, maybe? I don't know. This isn't well thought out. We haven't thought this through. Look, a kid um, of opportunity is a kid of opportunity, Ram. You don't look a gift kid in the mouth. <laughs> and, and so then Aaron surprises one and slashes his throat really quickly before the bandit can do anything, which, you know, okay, I'll accept it. It's pushing it, but I'll accept it. Um, The other bandit is like, Oh my God, my, my companion just been murdered. I need to go handle the kid. He, he goes with his ax and then he immediately gets stabbed and dies because they are the worst bandits of all time. <laughs> Never should have come here. And then here. Mikasa, <laughs> then Mikasa is like, oh, hey, but Aaron, actually, I know you killed the two that we've seen, but there was actually a third one that we have not talked about or seen in the flashbacks because the audience needs to be surprised by it. So they show up and he just starts very slowly and gingerly choking Aaron out, uh, very gently, you know, um, well, he's, he's a, a gentleman about it. Look, he, he's a child. You can't, you can't go all in because then their necks would just snap easily and that's no fun. <laughs> and then, uh, Aaron is like, yo, Mikasa, pick up the knife and stab this motherfucker. Um, and you might think, well, if the bandit is just hearing Aaron blatantly say this, then why isn't he like, oh no, you don't and grab the knife himself or just finish Aaron off and then kill Mikasa or something. Um, or or just do literally anything other than stand still and slowly choke out a nine-year-old. Um, and, and the way they explain this is the thug is just like, what are you saying, kid? I don't understand. <laughs> Meanwhile, Mikasa, fortunately, who is further away, understands perfectly. Uh, I don't know. Maybe there's just a nine-year-old language I don't get. Uh, so she eventually is able to muster up the courage to kill the third bandit. And she talks about from that point forward, she understood the world was cruel and that she needs to do what she needs to do. Um, oh boy, Jesus fuck. (laughs) (laughs) So that was episode six, y'all. Uh, oh, this is going to be a long episode, isn't it? Yes. Uh, People are going to look at that timestamp and think, ah, a gift. I'm so happy. <laughs> Let's face it. To our listeners, you knew what you were going to get. All of you, when you saw the title, however you responded, you're getting exactly what it says on the tin, okay? 
None, none of you are, are looking at it and being like, ooh, I wonder, I wonder if it'll go like it. No, you all knew. You all knew. I mean, 10 episodes, a lot can change, my man. I mean, yeah, and who knows? We have nine episodes more to discuss. Will anything change? <sighs> um, so episode seven opens up. Um, scouts have been called to, to withdraw, to fall back, right? Um, or not the scout, the cadets, I guess. I forget, like, all the jargon. Right. Um, they, they've been called to withdraw. Um, meanwhile, we also open up episode seven with, with a brutal, uh, one of the cadets, they're, they're trapped in the sort of like capital area, um, with all the supplies and whatnot. They're freaking out, uh, Titans on all sides. Uh, they're with other cadets and they, they decide, you know what, screw it. And they, they put, uh, a bullet in their face and, and they, they do the suicide things, which, you know, absolutely brutal. Um, suicide can be real intense. Uh, it isn't in this case. It's just edgy to be edgy. We didn't know the character. We we were showing them for two seconds before they made that decision. Um, so, okay. Kinda I like guess that. if you want to be an edgelord. Yeah, kind of like that one guy in SAO that just uh, offed himself after Kirito got the rest of his guild killed. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like, okay, you can pretend that all of these moments are meaningful and like, oh, wow. Wow, war is really intense and war can fuck you up unless you're an important character, in which case, don't worry about it. You're fine. Uh, if you are a main character, oh, baby, you got plot armor out the ass. No pressure for you. Um, if you're not a main character, oh, it's brutal for you out there, bud. Which means you and I are fucked, Rem. <laughs> oh, yeah. what we, we are the red shirts in this story. We know that. Um, <laughs> we're aware. Which is why we're going <laughs> to go for the uh, military police in this apartment. <laughs> Fuck nobility. Uh, they sort of try... <laughs> they, they try to present there being, like, some corruption and bureaucratic blunders with how the supplies have been handled and with some leaders not following through. Um, but there's no real nuance. It's it's just like, we're all fighting out here. And then there's some people on our team who are just really, really evil and bad. And they are awful and have no redeeming qualities. Okay. Um, so uh, Mikasa shows up to where all the other cadets are. And she sees Armin. And she's like, Armin, how, how's it going? Where's Aaron? Um, and Armin, this whole time, he's just been like sobbing dramatically in a corner. And. And, uh, and the rest of his crew are like gone. So Armin is like, oh yeah, they're, they're, they're gone. They're, they were wiped out. And everyone is like, what? They're wiped out? Armin, I assumed that you were traumatically crying all alone away from your entire crew, isolated and abandoned because you were a little bitch. Uh, um, like I don't. To be fair, Rem. <laughs> He is a little bitch. <laughs> it, it, it wouldn't be a terrible assumption. Um, so everyone is like, we're running out of supplies. Our gear is hardly working. We have to like get the fuck out of here. And then Mikasa's like, you all actually suck and are all cowards. And they're like, that's the inspiration we needed. Let's do this thing. And Mikasa's like, all right, we're going to take down all of those bastards. And then she starts and immediately her gear runs out of gas and she falls uh, nearly to her death, abandoning everyone else. Um, which, okay, that, not great. Meanwhile, all the people who are just motivated by her, which are like, hell yeah, you know what, Mikasa, let's do this. Uh, we, like, literally less than 
three minutes, I would say, is how long it takes for a bunch of them to just start getting murdered and and for the main guy who was like, let's do this to be like, oh God, everything is awful. Um, I mean, which, which, you know, <laughs> when you're, when you're facing off against giant naked men and all you have are two swords and a fancy jetpack, uh, I'd be a little nervous too, honestly. No, yeah, I, I would be too. There's a problem though, Sean. Um, you see, there's a cycle that goes on in every Attack on Titan episode thus far. All right. Um, in fact, Sean, I'm actually, I'm, let, let, let's do a little role play, Sean. Uh, I'm, I'm going to send you your lines. All right. W would you like to have, would you like to be um, the inspirational one or the public? <laughs> well, Remington, you like to voice yourself as the voice of the people so I can be the inspirational animal anime protagonist. I mean, that is more my repertoire. All right. I'm sending you your line, Sean. Uh, I have a line, then you have your line, and then I have my line, and uh, we 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 will do do a few repetitions. A little anime con this, pod right? theater. I can dig it. All right. So uh, the the cycle generally goes. Oh God, everything is awful. I'm pretty sure that we're fucked. But I think we can do it. You know what? Maybe we can. And then a few minutes later, oh God, everything is going absolutely terrible. The odds are against us. It may, it might be impossible to accomplish our goals. But I think we can do it. You know what? Maybe we can. And then a few minutes after that, there's no hope in this world. I've seen so many of my friends die. But I think we can do it. You know what? Yes, we can do it. And it's literally that cycle of things. And I'm not talking about like every episode follows this cycle. I mean, every four minutes of every episode. This cycle happens on average, I would say four times per episode that we've seen. It's the exact same rhythm. It's so formulaic to be absurd. But at least the action scenes are cool to look at. Okay, um, let, let's actually talk, um, let's, let's take a little detour. Let's talk about the action, Sean. Yes. So the animation quality is pretty decent. Um, as for like the action itself and like, like one of the things that you can tell Attack on Titan prides itself on is like the brutality of some of its moments, right? Um, some of its moments are just real gruesome, right, Sean? Right. Um, and yet without fail, almost every single one of those moments, it's like, oh God, it's gruesome. And then it'll cut to the wall to, to get a blood splatter or something. Uh, every time it, it's... They want to be like, oh, wow, this is about to be really intense. All right, so look away, children. You don't want to see it. Oh, God, it's so gruesome. Well, Which feels well a little bit antithetical. Okay, uh, I, I can kind of I can kind of put something in of a way of an explanation here. Uh, so most of the streaming, uh, most of the streamed versions we watch of anime are technically the TV release versions. Uh, and a lot of times a, the Blu-ray release or DVD release back in the day will uh, be a lot more visceral. Uh, so it is very possible that some of the action and violence uh, got kind of mm, adjusted and cut because of TV audience stuff. But I honestly, without having a side-by-side, -side, I couldn't tell you where and when that is a, a possibility. But with a show like Attack on Titan, it wouldn't surprise me in the slightest if that was the case. Fair enough. I, and you know what? I'm, I'm willing to concede. We'll, we'll concede that in advance. We'll assume that that is true. Um, so uh, the, the action is okay, um, though it's undermined significantly, as we will talk about. 
Um, I'm going to do a little foreshadowing. There's one character that I think spoils all of the action in the show thus far. Um, y- you might have a guess. You're probably right. But we'll, we'll get to that point. Let, let's wait a moment. You're going to piss off the fangirls, uh, Ram. Careful. So uh, Mikasa, she just like fell on a building because she ran out of gas. And I guess she's just a dumbass. Like there's not really any reason why this happened beyond that. Uh, and a bunch of titans. They're coming after her. Oh man, is this her end? But wait a minute, one of the titans is ripped as fuck and he looks different than the other titans. He's, this titan, it, it, it's like, he has the Helsing ultimate smile, right? Uh, And and he's just, oh God, what, out of all of them, you got some ugly titans. This one, certified hunk. This is the <laughs> Chad Titan, all right? So you're, uh, so you're saying so this is Ch- a proper fuckable titan, then? <laughs> Out of all the titans, this one is easily the most fuckable. It has been designed to be fuckable. All right. Uh, and, and so it shows up, and it beats the shit out of the other titan, and it protects Mikasa. Oh, man. Uh, we already addressed the twist in the last time, but this is, like, the, the proper introduction to yeah. the twist. Um, so if you're listening to this, you should already know it if you listen to our last one. But we'll, if for some reason you haven't, we'll, we'll get there, I guess. Uh, and... So then Mikasa goes back. She she gets to Aaron, right? And Aaron is like, here, have my gas canister so you can use your gear and just leave me with this like shitty broken blade to protect myself. And she's like, nah, fuck your shitty blade. She knocks it off the building, uh, which, which the point is like, she's going to take Armin with her and protect him. Um, but it also creates a hilarious, like out of context moment where he's like, I don't want to die. And she's like, fuck you, you're gonna, which isn't how it's intended at all. But it, it did provide me a funny laugh that was much needed because I was a few hours in at this point. Um, or at least I was one hour in. Oh God, it feels like so much more. Uh, all right. Episode eight, we're getting there. Uh, so Armin is like, Hey, what if we like work with the Titan that is working with us? Uh, and the others are like, oh man, you're crazy. And he's like, no, maybe it's a good idea though. Um, we don't see anything more specific, but they end up succeeding in whatever they were going to do. Uh, so the squads, they're finally arriving at like the capital supply area, right? Um, uh, a few of them start freaking out. They're like, oh man, oh God, how many people have died in front of me? Uh, but then the, the others are like, no, but we can do it. And they're like, oh yeah, I guess we can. You remember the cycle that I just fucking covered? Yeah, it keeps going forever. Uh, so, uh, then they're surrounded by Titans. Oh God, Titans at the Capitol. Don't worry though, Armin, Mikasa, and the Titan that we aren't supposed to know is Aaron yet. Uh, they show up and they, they save the day. Fortunately, phew. Uh, then, uh, they, they go inside and they're like, all right, we need the gas from the supply room so we can use our gear, right? And fly around at the speed of sound. Uh, but there's a bunch, uh, of little, little Titans in there. So what are we going to do? All right. Don't worry. Armin has a plan. Um, Armin's plan is that a couple of them are the distraction and then everyone just hops on all of the Titans necks and kill them all at the exact same time and that is the plan um they talk about wow that's a very well thought out plan armin no no (laughs) not at all here's why so there's a little elevator that puts them down into the center of the room right right the goal is to be about uh head height with all the beasties um they they carry some guns so they're able to shoot but they need to hold off on shooting until all seven of of the different titans are all close by the elevator, equidistant, 
and approaching at the exact precise pace as one another. Um, theoretically, if like one was slightly closer to the elevator at the beginning, then the plan literally doesn't work. If they go at a different pace or if one is lollygagging, it literally just, the plan doesn't work. Yeah, I I've run that raid and wow, it doesn't work out that well. <laughs> Which there, there's a series of this and well, and how it ends up turning out, uh, that part works out perfectly. But then two of, of the cadets, they fail to kill the beasties, but don't worry. Mikasa just kills them anyway. Don't worry. It's not a big deal. Um, you might think there's tension. Don't worry. There's not, but this also starts a trend of people being like, Armin, you're smart. Come up with a plan for us. And Armin be coming up with like an average at best plan, right? Uh, and people being like, wow, that's such a good plan, Armin. And then that plan fails and goes wrong. And then people are like, Armin, you're so smart. What? <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me? I mean, to be fair, Rem, every time we fuck up, people seem to praise us for some reason. So I suppose it just Yeah, but they don't think we're, we don't, they don't think we're smart for our fuck ups, Sean. They think no. we're goofy, right? Oh, people right, aren't right. like. People aren't like, oh, Armin, you're such a goofball. People are like, wow, Armin, you have such a strategic mind. Which, <laughs> no, he's... <laughs> like, every plan of Armin's has been... I'm not going to call it, like, terrible, but it's been the obvious plan. So far, the vast majority of them have been, like, how to handle Titans. What if we distract them and then you guys go handle them over there? What if we take the and city and push it somewhere else? <laughs> it's like, I, I'm missing something with Armin because they're presenting him as a genius, but he really isn't one. Maybe it's just because all the other characters are like really fucking dumb. Well, but based on, based on the KD <laughs> ratio of Titans, I feel like that's a pretty fair assumption. <laughs> We'll we'll get there. We will we'll touch on that, Sean. Um, but yeah, it's just a bit dumb. And then they they exit right now with all their brand new uh refueled gear. And they look and uh the Titan who we definitely don't know is Aaron, he's being swarmed by a bunch of other Titans, and they're like, Oh no, he's in danger, but he could be useful, so maybe we save him. And they have a bit of an argument about that, right? Um, because uh he's just being eaten by a bunch of Titans. It seems like he's been stopped. Um, but literally before they finish the conversation, as soon as they're like, all right, let's go save him. He just breaks free anyway and goes kills some other Titans. And they're straight up like, oh, I guess we don't need to then. Wow. <laughs> some good development. Uh, then the Titan falls down and Aaron pops out of, of the Titans. Okay. Cool. Be honest with me, Rem. I know we kind of broke through it in the previous episode we did, but how obvious was it that Aaron was the Titan? I mean, I feel like first to believe that let, let, let's just, let's just take it. So you see that Aaron is eaten by a Titan, right? Yes. Um, maybe you fall for that. Uh, contrary to everything attack on Titan has led you to believe up till that point, maybe you fell for it. Um, then when you see a very distinct Titan with his hair color that is different than all the others, opens up by defending Mikasa, who is talking all about how, oh God, her only dream in this world is to hop on Aaron's dick. Um, I, I feel like I'm not going to say you're dumb if you didn't expect it, but I will say that maybe you weren't paying attention. All and right. that's that's the kindest way I can put that. Okay, Sean. cool, 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 cool. Ah, there's that there's that gasoline you mentioned earlier. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
I, I didn't realize it would be so pungent. Uh, Gotta keep us warm for Christmas, Sean. Uh, yeah, well, I think of it as a prelude as to what's going to happen to us. It'll be interesting. So, episode nine opens up. We get a flashback to uh, the scouts, the advanced homies. Uh, how all of them decided to leave the town at the exact same time. Um, and that's why none of them are around. Which you might think, wow, that seems like a really dumbass decision, especially considering the catastrophe that ended up happening. Yup, I agree. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, we, we got like more characters, uh, meaningless characters who who die. Um, but fortunately, uh, a bunch of titans are showing up. Things are looking dangerous. Don't you worry, because the scouts have returned. And as they return, as as we all know, if there's something I've learned about life-threatening battles in the heat of war, it's that soldiers always make witty remarks before killing the enemy. And and scouts got you covered on that front. They are all, all about those those witty, snide remarks. Cool. Uh, we, we get a flashback to uh, Aaron in the stomach of the beast before he transformed himself um, and like breaking out of it. And then we see him like wake up. Um, then as he like really comes to, he's with Mikasa and Armin, but they're surrounded by a bunch of other cadets, right? Who all have the rifles pointed at them. And they're like, oh man, what the fuck are you, you Titan son of a bitch? Um, it, it, it's, it's a good old, like, witch hunt accusation dealio, right? Yeah. It's getting a little political. Um, that should be a point in its favor, right? Yeah, but I'm going to, you know what? I, I'll give it a pity point, uh, but I am going to explain why I probably shouldn't. And that's, um, it, it is a little like political and like, oh, okay. Talking about like the nature of man and like paranoia and blah, blah, blah. But this, along with, like, the literal witch trial that is about to happen soon, um, I, the reason why I could be interested in them is, like, really strong dialogue and ideas presented in interesting ways by interesting characters who I, who have a stake in it, and I can tell what they're all vying for and all these different desires meshing into one, right? Um, instead, it's mostly just a bunch of caricatures yelling at each other, which isn't interesting at all. Um, it's sort of just dumb and stupid, but okay, sure. Why not? Whatever. Um, they're like, all right, well, we're, we're going to kill you guys. We're going to kill Aaron. And Mikasa is like, you can't kill him. He's, he's 50% of my character, <laughs> which might be uh, an underestimate, frankly. Oh no. Um, and then they're like, all right, well, I guess we just maybe kill all of them then. I don't know. They're treasonous. Sure. Um, so they they decide that they're going uh, to just shoot them down, right? Um, everyone through this discussion, they're just a certified dumbass. Um, they do mention that uh, they call Armin a certifiable genius at one point. Which, once again, I'm missing something about this kid. Um, I don't know if they've seen the same Armin I have. I don't know if Armin has a twin that he's getting mixed up for, if that becomes a plot point later. Oh, God. Nope, nope. Uh, it's it, just the one. I don't think we could handle whew. more than one. Uh, yeah, uh, well, uh, as for Mikasa, she, like, is ready to stand up to all of them, right? And they're like, oh, her, her that cadet, she's worth, she's equal to a hundred soldiers. Um, which is, sounds ridiculous, but she's killed, like, a dozen or so titans at this point. So, like, considering the others are 
piss poor at everything. Especially because from what we've seen, killing Titans, super easy. Not just because they have a super easy and obvious weak spot, right? But it's also super easy to get to that weak spot. Um, there's an example later. A motherfucker named Marco shows up and he's the dumbest character of all. I'll, I'll share why. Um, but it's super easy to kill them and Mikasa is the only one who does that. So I guess she's more useful than like anybody else. But it also just makes everyone else really meaningless. Uh, and th this leads into the discussion I mentioned earlier. Mikasa is the character who makes the combat completely meaningless because it's like, oh man, these people have all been trained and let's see if they can do it. But it's either Mikasa kills a dozen of them over a few days. Meanwhile, other people, you can have a team of like eight people all team up against one and all of them will die. And I, their goal is to make Mikasa look like a badass, but considering like the ease of which she does it and also just, we're, we're just left to assume everyone else is just really dumb and really bad. It doesn't look like Mikasa is doing some genius tactics or is even super competent. It, it, she's only competent in reference to everyone else's ineptitude. And it just makes it a little less interesting. I'll be honest, Rem. I'm actually relieved you said Mikasa because if you had said the other uh, really good character, the character that's really good at killing Titans, uh, we would have had a horde of very angry fangirls on our doorstep. Oh, wait a minute. Well, well, we, well he, he's hardly been introduced yet, Sean. Don't worry, I'll talk about him. Yeah. Um, but to, to summarize the three main characters, we have bland bitch protagonist who can Hulk out um, and just throws temper tantrums sometimes, I guess. Okay. Um, we have the bland-ass Kudere who half of her character is wanting to hop on Aaron's dick and then she's the only good one at fighting Titans. And then Armin, who's supposed to be really good at being smart and strategic, but is just a little bitch. Amazingly, this is one of the few times this has happened, but in the main group of three, the bland bitch protagonist is the best one of all three, which... If you want to interpret that as a compliment, you have my permission to do so, because it's one of the closest that we'll get. I mean, to be fair, his character is he hates Titans. He does. I don't know if you know this shot, but he has a distaste for Titans. <laughs> <laughs> a distaste for Titan and a love for screaming. So, I mean, that's more than usual for our, our protagonists. It's true. It's true. Uh, so they decide that uh, they're going to artillery the group, right? Right before they do, I should mention, um, Aaron looks at the key around his neck and he's like, oh yeah, this is the key that my dad gave me to go to the cellar at some point for vague reasons as he injected me with a mysterious fluid that I know nothing about. Can't believe I forgot about that till right now. Um, yeah, that key, that key has been, that basement has been the source of many weeps questions for literally two years, by the way. Two years? No. When did season two of Attack on Titan come out? Three years? Four years? I can't. It's, it's just so poorly done because he's straight up just like, oh yeah, this memory that I was told to never forget about, I just remembered. Uh, also was injected with a strange fluid, but let's not talk about that. That probably has nothing to do with anything else, I'm sure. Mm. Uh, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, <laughs> so uh, then they shoot artillery. He bites his hand and... He, they are safe in his ribs, which he somehow knew would happen. Um, okay, sure. Uh, episode 10, we're getting there. We're chugging along. Uh, oh God, let's try to increase the pace. We'll see how that fucking works. Uh, we're continuing right where we left off. 
Um, everyone else who has not been told about Aaron's a Titan, the other cadets and whatnot, they hear a cannon go off and they're like, oh god, that means there's another Titan. What the fuck? Because apparently no one announced like, hey, there might be a cannon shot. Like, don't worry about it. Um, so everyone's panicking because they're dumb as fuck. Not, not the people panicking, like the leaders who orchestrated all of this. Uh, just really dumb. Um, in the transformation of a Titan, you might think that everyone would be like, all right, let's get into gear and kill the Titan now, like right this moment. But instead, everyone just holds back and is like, oh man, the guy we suspected of maybe transforming into a Titan, he's just transformed in front of us. Better not do anything. Okay, sure. Uh, fortunately, inside of the chest cavity, this is a great time for... Uh, Aaron P pops out of the body and he's talking to his friends and he has a nice little monologue at this point Which does not seem like the right time for a monologue. Uh, but sure. Why not? Um, he, he gets a nosebleed, which is how you can tell he has exhaustion from his magical abilities Um, really glad that they pioneered that in attack on Titan mm -hmm. Um, then Aaron is like, all right, Armin I'm gonna give you two choices and I trust you to make one and Armin is like, why the fuck would you choose me? And he's like, well, Armin, you are always able to keep a level head. <laughs> this is not the same Armin that we have seen. <laughs> this is, you're insane. You're great. This is... <laughs> the people in Attack on Titan see a fundamentally different Armin than what the audience is presented. I swear to God. Um, and it's like, all right, either we're going to try and run or you can try to talk to them, Armin. And Armin's like, all right, I'll try to talk to them. Um, and there, there's about to be like another cannon shot, maybe. Um, coincidentally, they, they're about to call for a cannon shot. Um, just time-wise, the, the amount of time it takes for the huge skeleton that was protecting them to wither away is the exact amount of time it takes to reload a cannon. So, uh, one-to-one. -one. Fortunately, I mean, Armin shows a, up right- Maybe that's a time frame that'll be used in, in the future for later, you know? <laughs> oh, I'm sure of it. Uh, so Armin shows up and is like, wait, don't. Actually, don't. And they're like, all right, well, where is your proof that, like, it will all be okay? And Armin's like, you don't actually need any proof, which is a terrible persuasion strategy. <laughs> when we're like, all right, um, so do you have evidence that, like, you won't, that he won't kill us all? You don't need proof of that. Don't worry about it. Uh, but then he's also like, but also, here's your proof. He was helping us out. So there we go. And the commander, well, the, the chief cadet or whatever, he's like, um, no, actually, that's not good enough for me. Which once again means Armin made a bad fucking decision. Mm -hmm. Uh, but right as he's about to call another artillery fire, then the commander, Pixis, arrives. He's an old commander who doesn't follow all the rules. He's unorthodox and also a bit of a pervert. <laughs> I mean, uh, he straight up, he straight up is like, you know, being eaten by a Titan wouldn't be so bad if it was a sexy girl, Titan. Excuse uh, me? Well, it's, the fuck? it's glad to know that, it's good to know that Vor has made it into the apocalyptic future. That's good. <laughs> I don't know what we would have done as a society if that hadn't happened. So we, we get a nice exposition dump from Pixis. It doesn't really matter. Don't worry about it. Um, uh, then, uh, Pixis is like, hey, Aaron, uh... Uh, I, I think that you can be like our secret weapon. And Aaron's like, Commander, by the way, I have a very vague memory of going to my basement and that doing so could save all of us. Uh, that That's all that I know, but I, uh, sure. And Pixis is like, yeah, sounds legitimate. Let's do it. And that's episode 10. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh wait, episode 10 ends with him being like, all right, we can do basement shit, but first you gotta plug a hole. You're on hole plugging duty, my boy. You're gonna turn into a titan, take a boulder, and plug a hole. And that's uh, after he gets that job. Then, then we end. I mean, it's, you know, if anything, isn't it every protagonist's duty to plug holes? If you think about it. <laughs> if only we could plug the plot holes. Oh, uh, I, I joke. I don't think there's too many glaring plot holes. That there's some inconsistencies. Um, there's also just really dumb bullshit. But whatever. Episode 11, we open up. Um, a couple cadets are like having psychotic breakdowns. It doesn't matter. It's supposed to be like, oh wow, the stress of battle. Um, but only the ensemble characters feel the stress of battle. So who gives a shit? Um, Pixis is talking to Aaron and he's like, you know, I once heard that, uh, humanity used to fight over race and class and over all these things. But I, I was once told that if humanity had a common enemy, that they would unify. Uh, which, I don't know, man. We're going through coronavirus right now, and I can confirm, not the case. Uh, but... <laughs> yeah, no, that kind of that that, ruined a lot of, uh, a <laughs> lot of zombie stories for us. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Or, or made them but, more accurate. It's hard to tell. It, it's, hey, I don't know. It might, it might help, uh, Attack on Titan explain why all the characters are so fucking stupid. Uh, but, continuing on, uh, they're like, Armin, we need a plan! And Armin is like, alright, what if, as... Aaron, as a titan, goes gets the boulder. We distract the titans. <laughs> this will sound familiar. Uh, we distract the titans as he gets the boulder. Uh, meanwhile, if you can go, like, protect him. Otherwise, he's defenseless. Which I don't... I, I was very confused on why they're presenting him as defenseless when he has killed 20 titans up to this point pretty fucking easily. Um, though I understand a bit better when we see how they decide to handle this shit. We'll get there in a bit. Hold that thought. Uh, so activate the plug plan. Uh, we start the distraction immediately. Meanwhile, Aaron and Mikasa and a few of the higher up, um, cadet, chief, commanders, whatever the fuck's, um, they're running towards the boulder, right? Um, one dude has been assigned the job of being in charge, um, and you can tell he's in trouble because they introduce you to him, and then they're like, hey, by the way, here's your motivation and character, good luck! So you can tell that's his red shirt that he's donning. Um, <laughs> things aren't looking great for him. Uh, so they, they run as they're on their way, right? Um, episode 11, there's one stream of dialogue. Like I've mentioned a repetitive stream of dialogue that's, I, I, I'm feeling pessimistic. Well, don't. Okay, I don't. Right? That cycle, Sean. Um, episode 11, it has a specific version of that cycle. Its version of the cycle is, well, I don't know if Aaron's going to be able to lift the rock. Well, but he's going to have to try. Here's hoping he does. And then Aaron will be like, I don't know if I'll be able to lift the rock, but I'll sure try. Let's hope I do. And then people will be like, I don't know if we can trust a Titan to do this. Can he lift the rock? Well, it's our only hope. I suppose it is. That happens like eight times in this episode. I'm not fucking with you. That like exact rhythm of dialogue just keeps like, I get it. I understand. You know, the first time you told me that I had a hunch that he might struggle to lift the rock and that we don't know how it'll work out the second time you told me all right thanks for the reminder the third fourth fifth sixth seventh and eighth time it felt a little bit excessive to me it felt it felt a little unnecessary but you know what sean hmm? sean I, I can't if you've been talking i don't know how long you've been out for but you're gone oh no i'm still here oh okay so you know what sean yes who knows if he can lift that rock but he's gonna try <laughs> 
So continuing on <laughs> uh, into my, into me falling into deeper and deeper into the abyss. Um, they, they arrive at the boulder, right? He transforms himself into a big old Titan. Uh, but then instead of going for, oh, wait, and I, oh, I need to mention this along the way, along the way, there's a white haired cadet commander girl that's talking to Aaron as they're running to the boulder. Right. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I need to tell you something about all these soldiers that we're fighting for and that have died. They're not just pieces in a game. They all have lives and families and desires. Um, which at this point, I feel like this show is is genuinely like fucking with me. Like it's staring me in the eyes. And it's like, hey, you know, all of those meaningless ensemble characters who we've died and then pretend it was meaningful. It really was meaningful though. No, that's not how that works. Imagine, imagine if you're playing like Halo, Sean, right? Oh yes, and... uh, Halo, my my game of choice. <laughs> and after after murdering all all of these aliens, you, you after just one random grunt you kill, a a brief pop up shows up for two seconds, and it was like, oh yeah, that one had a family though, and you should feel bad. I mean, I do That's... feel bad. <laughs> It's not how that works. You're not you're not earning any emotion. You're manufacturing hey, it. Hey, Rem, I pressed F. <laughs> I am paying my respects to that Grunt's family. Which Attack is why I Titan. turn on the Grunt birthday party mod every time I play Halo. <laughs> Hell yeah, brother. Attack on Titan is the epitome of press F uh, to express your sympathies and to give your condolences. And it's just, you're, you're not earning any sympathy. It's it's just like, oh man, wow, this emotion. And it'll often have the, like the score will be tragic or emotional or inspirational. But like the moment didn't earn it. Like none of this feels worthwhile it's all bullshit uh but anyway aaron transforms at the boulder but then instead of picking up the boulder he goes to punch mikasa what uh we get to episode 12 mikasa jumps on in front of his face and is like i know you're in there somewhere be normal again and he goes to punch mikasa but she dodges and he punches himself in the face and knocks him out um so he just knocks himself out. Okay, sure. Um, Armin is like, what the fuck is going on over there? So he he tries to run over to the boulder to figure out what's going on. Uh, the cadets over there are like, all right, well, this didn't work. So let's get the fuck out of here. And the person in charge is like, no, we can't. We're going to protect this Titan, even if it means all of our lives, which feels like a dumb decision. <laughs> um, there's very little reason for him to... F- feel justified in that decision but okay there's some meaningless arguments that go on uh we we get a lot of oh man i think we should abandon him no we can't all right you're you're correct let's keep fighting you know the the standard cycle that i've repeated a dozen times in this god forsaken episode uh meanwhile we get like aaron's perspective he's in this little like delusion slash flashback of remembering home uh armin shows up and tries to snap him out of it by like almost killing him through a stab close to the nape of neck, but not, and like screaming at him. Um, the the cadet commanders are like, all right, well, we have to go. And Mikasa's like, no, I can't go. And they're like, okay, I understand. Protect the love of your life. And then she like, as a rate, no, it's not like that. And she blushes as if this is the time for Sundere <laughs> bullshit. Well, to be fair, to be fair, Remington, if not now, when? 
When is it time <laughs> to be a little of bit a embarrassed? Battlefield. I feel like love can blossom anywhere. Rem. It's not love blossoming. It's sooner able. It's like, oh no, you're embarrassing me. That. <laughs> it's so dumb. It's so stupid. Uh, so then we cut to uh, Jean, Jean, Jean. I think it's Jean. Jean. All right. Jean. It feels French. I, yeah. Him and a few others are uh, trying to avoid some some titans, right? Um, Jean has some latent guilt going on. Um, someone's gear malfunctions, and so Jean saves them, but then Jean's gear malfunctions, and later on, Jean is going to get new gear, which also malfunctions. And I thought they were doing like a deliberate sabotage angle, but considering it hasn't been brought up since, I think it, they were just like, oh, I don't know. It's just real inconvenient, I guess. Like, I, it's really weird. I mean, there's still a possibility that it could happen later down the line. It's true. I'm not super optimistic, but I'll hold out hope. Uh, so he ends up pulling himself up, uh, hiding from a titan. Uh, Mikasa's going around killing a bunch of titans and saving other people's lives because she's the only one allowed, I guess. Um, then, uh, finally, Aaron breaks out of the trance. He wakes up. That's how we end the episode. Cool. So then... Episode 13, Jean, he's trapped. What is he going to do? He, he tries to find new gear. He sees a dead body outside with some gear, and he's like, all right, this is my chance. He goes, he runs to it. He's trying to take it off the person, place it on himself, right? Meanwhile, the Titan is now looming over him. And then we get one of the dumbest moments in the entire show. Uh, you might have remembered me mentioning the name Marco before. Yeah. This is Marco. Yeah. This is where Marco comes in. Yeah. Now, some of you might think, who the fuck is Marco? Um, He's another character that shows up, is given a name, and then tragically dies. He's a red shirt. But you can tell he, he wants to save Jean, right? So a creature is is walking slowly towards Jean, right? Marco, he slides up from behind the Titan. So he, he uses his gear, pops up from behind, and then jumps out in front of the Titan to act as a distraction. Now, Sean, I want you to visualize this really quick, right? He uses his gear from behind to go up and then around the Titan as a distraction. I have a question, Sean. Where's a Titan's weak spot? Well, Remington, uh, typically speaking, the Titan's weak spot is the uh, the base of the neck from the back. All right, so, so if you are jumping up and around and you literally cross that region of the neck, why the fuck is your plan and then I'll jump in front of it and be a distraction instead of, while I'm here, let's slice this sumbitch. I can see why Mikasa is getting all of the kills because apparently everyone else, when they're given ample opportunity, is like, I don't know, I'll be a distraction. They follow the Armin school of reasoning that's just like, I don't know, distract them, I guess. It's so, I cannot emphasize how stupid this moment is. I encourage anyone to go back and watch it because I can't do it justice for how fucking dumb it is. Uh, I mean, and then Marco dies later. Well, uh, we don't. It's an off-screen death, so fuck him, I guess. I mean, uh, God, Ram, I'm trying. I really am. <laughs> like, we got a lot of angry emails about biases with this uh, show in the past, so I'm trying to be as nonpartisan as possible. But <laughs> I, it's as if it's as if you 
you you're against Achilles himself, right, Sean? Yeah. Uh, the the goddamn demigod. You are an enemy of his, but you've infiltrated. You are now giving Achilles a foot massage, and you got a knife in hand. That's a bit of a strange. And your plan, bit of a strange uh, foot bit massage. of a strange scenario. But instead of just stabbing the heel, you're like, oh, if I continue distracting him with this foot massage, it gives the other guys a a chance. Of escaping. Uh, what the fuck are you doing, you dumb motherfucker? Well, in our defense, we didn't know Achilles' weakness was his heel until he died by it. <laughs> but but everyone knows. Uh, they they specifically went to school to learn the Titan's weakness. Yeah. So really, really, the Achilles is just a bad metaphor. Let's let's be honest, Rem. <laughs> it's true. It's true. That one was too charitable. Uh, speaking of stupidity, uh, Aaron, he woke up. Now he's finally carrying that boulder. Turns out he can do it. Um, now, Sean, I have a question. So the boulder is very big, and Aaron, he, even as a titan, he is struggling to carry it. Right. Um, hey, Sean. Yes. I have a really heavy, really, really heavy uh, round object for you, right? Right. I need you to get it from point A to point B, flat surface, right. the whole way through. Um, it, you can lift it, but boy, is it heavy. Right. Um, I, I, I was going to ask if there was any possible way of getting a round object... A heavy round object from point A to point B without having to carry it. But you know what? I think it's an impossible task. I think the only option is carrying it, actually. I, I, at the very least, very minimum, I think I am about the same level of genius as Armin. (laughs) Bare minimum. Perfect. All right. Uh, I am expecting, I'll be honest, I'm expecting a quality average level plan here. We could push and roll it. Push and roll a round object? I mean, Are you telling me that if the Titan was to roll the object, that he should be able to because he can also carry it, and it is quite round? Are you telling me that that would allow him to fight the other Titans, who, I should mention, are just munching on all of the ensemble characters we were introduced to just now? Any ensemble character that was given a name, um, they're, they're just dying in this scene. Are you telling me he would have been able to stop all of them, move probably quicker, exhaust himself less, and that it would be a very obvious and good idea. Only if there was a straight path from the boulder to the wall. Uh, are you, well, and if that you know, and if that uh, boulder happened to be part of the wall previously. Oh, and only as it turns out, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> as it turns out, those conditions are met. <laughs> okay, uh, I will try to defend this. Oh, but you know what, Wait, Sean? Maybe uh, you could risk like it could end up damaging some of the buildings around on your way to rolling it, right? Right. You might have to, like roll into some buildings, and that would cause property damage, which we're trying to avoid at all costs. Uh, well. Oh no. I mean, <laughs> at this point, uh... <laughs> Sean, have, are, are you about to tell me that they have shown no regard for the property damage in this area? Well, I mean, once once you have once you have a bunch of angry naked men running around destroying things. Are you trying to imply that the very same Titan that we're talking about, good old Aaron, has beheaded he's decapitated and then tossed those giant heads directly into buildings where they've caused a lot of damage in themselves? The thing is, Ram. But are you then trying to tell me that all of these lives that are lost in this scene that we are explicitly told will not be in vain were very much in vain because of some dumbass planning? Well, the thing is, Ram, I mean, while in Titan form, he doesn't have perfect control, so maybe Titan brain only pick up Boulder. That's how it works. (laughs) Oh, 
god. All right, there we go. There we have it. I um, that, That's the only reason I can come up with, I'll be honest. Because he doesn't have so, perfect control over the Titan form, so maybe... Uh, yeah. So uh, they, they go to plug the hole. There's one last Titan in the way, and they're like, oh god, we're in trouble. Uh, but then someone shows up and immediately murders it. Don't worry, it's not Mikasa. She killed the rest of them. But now it's Levi. The scouts have finally fucking returned. After all this time, after all of them for some reason left, leaving no no scout behind, finally the elite crew, they've arrived. Uh, awesome. Cool. Um, so they're, they're saved, right? Then they go, they talk about all the death trolls. They finish up. They they kill the rest of the titans in the area uh, with the scout's help and whatnot. Uh, Aaron, he wakes up and he's in jail. He's confused. Um, they're like, all right, well, there's going to be a trial, but you know, congrats to your scout. Good job. Uh, yep. uh, the proper t- uh, term for the team is the survey corps, by the way. Look that up in between the, recording. Oh, the survey corps. Okay, cool. Yep. Cool. Uh, so episode 14, we're almost there. Two fucking episodes to go. We're so fucking close. Uh, episode 14, the premiere arrives. Um, so, so they're head of state, right? Um, nice and fancy pants. Um, there was like some brief implication, like some commoners were talking about, uh, the Titan being their savior. Uh, and I really dig the idea of like a Titan cult. Yep. I hope they do more with that idea. Uh, Well, I'm, I'm not confident. I mean, there's a wall cult. Well, if they transformed into a Titan cult, that'd be so neat. And then, well, like, they don't actually know <laughs> Aaron, uh, so they, like, distort the very idea of, like, what Aaron is and does as a Titan. It'd be super cool, but yeah, I guess it doesn't fucking matter. Um, that It'd be too nuanced and interesting for the show. Well, I mean, uh, uh, about, mm, okay, huh, hmm, all right. Uh, just, just for a frame of reference for folks, uh, to research this episode, I watched all of uh, season one and most of season two. Uh, just so that I'd have a better frame of reference. Uh, I couldn't quite make it to episode 60. I'll, I'll, I'll be honest there. Oh, God. Uh, didn't have the, the time, uh, but I... Oh, yeah, the time. There we go. Uh, to all of you screaming and hollering at Rem, uh, I know. I know. Uh, but at this point, he doesn't. So continue, Rem. Hell yeah, brother. Uh, so continuing on, you have a chat with the different commanders and things. Um, then... Uh, Zoe, who is one of the, the big important scout people, um, her thing is, uh, have you ever played Fallout 3, Sean? Of course. You know, uh, I want to say it was Moira. Is her name Moira? Oh, Moira. Yeah, Moira. From, uh, 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 City. Whatever it was called. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, Zoe is just Moira. Oh. She's just, I am eccentric scientist woman. Yeah. Look at me be so eccentric and into my stuff. Yeah. Uh, which, okay, I guess it's, like, one of the more interesting characters. It's still one-dimensional as fuck, but hey, it's something. Uh, so, then we get to the court scene. The court, um, it's essentially the, the, like, prison guards versus the scouts, right? And the prison guards are like, we think that Aaron should die, Mr. Premier Man. And the scouts are like, we think he could be really useful for us. Um, and it could be an interesting scene, except it ends up just a lot of one-dimensional characters and caricatures yelling at one another some more. There is a lot of screaming, isn't um, there? Yeah, and it, none of it is that, like, Dragon Ball Z. interesting. Uh, I, it, it's not, it's, it's no 12 Angry Men, let me put it that way. <laughs> um, uh, which, 
Hey, movie knowledge. Are you proud of me, Sean? Yeah. One few I've seen. Have you actually seen 12 Angry Men, though? I have. I have. It's a good movie. Okay, good. Hey, that's one I can check off the list for our future movie podcast. <laughs> so, um, there, there's some discussions, right? Um, they, they mention at one point, like, but wait a minute, when he transformed, didn't he almost try and kill Mikasa? And Mikasa is like, well, I mean, yeah, he tried to kill me, but he also saved me on two different occasions. The power of simping um, saves all. Which, Sean, I have a question. Yes. Or imagine, imagine you're the military, right? And I'm, I'm a nice scientist. Um, I, I have a new invention for your military, Sean. Um, it is a death ray that can completely decimate all of your opponents. I'm sure, I'm sure at this point you're a little bit interested, right? Mm, yes. My, my murder. Uh, no, I'm not gonna call it that. Uh, <laughs> my murder sense is, uh, is, is curious. It's piqued. It's interested. No. Uh, there is one cost though. Um, don't get me wrong. Uh, two out of every three times, it'll do its job. It'll aim straight forward. Um, one in every three times, it will actually fire directly backwards at your own guys. Huh. So, how, well, how do you feel about the offer? Sounds good to me. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> um, it, it doesn't seem like the most convincing of, of reasoning, but that's what she uses. Um, then Levi, the complete edgelord that I'm sure a bunch of girls simp over um he shows up and in the middle of of the little witch trial court he just starts beating the ever-loving shit out of Aaron, just brutalizing the man and i take it this is your favorite uh, scene it, it, no it's just dumb uh it doesn't make sense they they're trying to be like oh man see i i am capable of handling him and if anything goes wrong i'll be the one to kill him i don't give a shit um levi is their attempt at the anti-hero right the complete edge lord who actually is is willing to fight for the cause the snape or as i i more commonly end up uh, talking about it the sasuke <laughs> um that's levi and i don't give a fuck about him uh, um, i've got some bad news for you he's Rem. Guess who's everybody's oh, no, favorite I'm, I'm, character they're going, is. They're going all the fuck in on him. You can tell, um, which is wildly unfortunate. I don't know. I guess he's better than the main three uh, by default. I don't know who the best character of the show is. I'm still all Maybe in on Potato Zoe? Girl. <laughs> oh, God, Potato Girl. Fortunately, we've seen very little of Potato Girl. Um, I guess Zoe is the best character. Although, as I've mentioned, I really don't think she's a good character. <laughs> so uh the premier agrees he's like all right cool scouts can have him uh and then later they're like oh man the tooth that you lost when levi was kicking the shit out of you it's grown back cool final final episode that i saw last one episode 15 <sighs> episode 15 they're taking aaron to the old scout hq which is just a castle in the middle of nowhere and we start chatting about uh with, with zoe about the different experiments and whatnot she talks about that also we're given an exposition dump on all of the different scouts um it's like this is this character this is their name this is their kill count um and most of the, like half of their kill counts are lower than mikasa's and he's like these are the elite of the elite which once again is undermined when a brand new recruit has shown most of them up in a few days i mean armin's uh, kill but count is pretty impressive <laughs> well <laughs> i mean in a way yeah <laughs> I mean, you know, like his plans had led to the death of so many. Yes. <laughs> so many. <laughs> so uh, Zoe starts talking about uh, her experiments. 
And um, I, I've, I've used the term red shirting uh, whenever a character is introduced with a name, but like pretty passively. Uh, Zoe red shirts a couple of Titans. <laughs> She's like, oh yeah, like Sonny and Bean. Uh, they're two I'm experimenting on right now. They're they're great. Uh, here, here's their sort of personalities, I guess. Um, at the end of the episode, it's like, oh god, they've died. Um, and we get some forced backstory about Levi. Um, and, and then two commanders. Uh, one is named Smith. The other I forget their name, but they're fond of sniffing people. So Smith and Sniffer. <laughs> Um, the worst, the worst crime and dog uh, story I've ever heard. I'm Smith. This is Sniff. We're here to correct the case. The case oh, of the fuck. murdered uh, naked giant. Uh. So, uh, Smith and Sniffer, they they act all weird. They, clearly, something's up with them. Um, there's been a sort of implication that there are other Titans who are normal people that can transform into Titans as well, as well as maybe that's sort of what like what all Titans are. Um, so my best assumption is that maybe Smith and Sniffer uh are traitorous in that way. Otherwise, they are gonna be bad in ways that have yet to be explained yet. So, uh, and that is the 15 episodes. There we fucking go. Yep, and that's uh, the majority of the first season. So overall, Rem, uh, solid show? <laughs> no, no. So I compared it a lot. So I, I remember in, in the very first episode we did on Attack on Titan, I talked about how I actually had decently high expectations. I thought I was going to like Attack on Titan. I had heard a lot about it. It was super hyped up, right? And I was wildly disappointed. It was very Sword Art Online. And by that, I mean, it had a very interesting premise right? Super interesting premise and world, but terrible characters, dialogue, pacing, storytelling ability, um, which, you know, I think is valuable when you're telling a story. Uh, and I have cemented those opinions. I actually have a better recipe now. Before I was like, it's Sword on Online, but edgy. Specifically, this is what happens if you take like Sword on Online and mix it with Corpse Party. Um, you, you get some nice, interesting, brutal moments. There's potential on both grounds, but good God, there are some very critical flaws. And Sean, yep. before we finish, I, I do want to mention something. I, I did I did something naughty, Sean. Uh-oh. What did you do, Rem? So, obviously, I'm to stay ignorant of all things. However, uh, I did happen to run into a, a Reddit thread. Uh-oh. Right? And the the title was just something along the lines of, uh, hey, why why do a bunch of people seem to dislike Attack on Titan, right? And it was in, I don't know if it was in the actual Attack on Titan subreddit or the anime subreddit, doesn't really matter. Um, but I decided to check it out mostly because I was like, am I crazy? We've gotten so much hate. Tell me that these people are agreeing with my reason, right? I wanted validation, Sean, as we all do. Yeah. And um, I think I found a cult. Uh, I think uh, the fact what? that, it, like, let me put it this way. It makes so much sense after seeing this thread that this episode is the one we've gotten the most hate for. Because a uh, pretty, pretty innocent question, right? Uh, why, why do a lot of people dislike Attack on Titan? Why do anim some a lot of anime critics, why do they dislike Attack on Titan, right? Um, seems like a pretty innocent question, right? Would you like me to take you through many of the responses? Oh God, this is gonna this is gonna be painful, but I can't wait. Let's hear it. All right, uh, oh, I'm I gotta get a weeb voice that isn't my my go-to Sean voice. I, hey now. Uh, all right, so why why don't people like it? Uh, because it's not a slice of life lolly softcore porn. What? Uh, what? Which makes that's the number one result. 
That's the top upvoted result. Um, apparently it's like you are either into like Aramanga Sensei and uh, Aremo or you love Attack on Titan. Joke's on you. I fucking hate both categories so fucking much. Uh, so, uh, a bunch, a bunch of people talk about how, uh, well, they are just being edgy and have to hate on what's popular. Oh. Um, mm. and that is repeated I like over a dozen times in this thread. Uh, they hate it because it's non-conventional and popular. Uh, and, oh my God, they, this is great. They follow that line. Like they hate it because it's non-conventional and popular. Attack on Titan is a show that appeals to practically everyone. Um, that, mm. They talk about the, the elitist weebs. Um, they, one, one talks about how, well, you see, uh, they do it because it, it breaks all the rules of storytelling and it's just so unpredictable and it never plays it safe or formulaic, which I would like to heavily disagree with that. Uh, someone's like, they just want to feel superior holding on to their body pillows and elitist edge. Uh, <laughs> this, this, I, I don't want to, I don't want to overdramatize things, Rem, but... And then there's one guy who's like, there's one guy who acknowledges that the discussion has become a circle jerk. Mm -hmm. That's it. That's like how it go. What the fuck, Sean? What the fuck? Well, I, I, I'm going to say this. You know what it reminds me of, Rem? Uh, it reminds me of a certain politician. <laughs> Won't say any names. Oh, uh, yes, Sean. <laughs> Because uh, I want to put that as behind. I know Vermin Supreme. Uh, I feel that way about Vermin Supreme too. Uh, hey, no, he, uh, he, he at least seems well balanced. Disgrace him or his boot. Uh, uh, yeah, but it, it's, it's very much it like once I like saw that thread. Is what it sounds like. Once I saw that thread, it made so much sense why we've gotten so much hate. Attack on Titan fans. I'm sure a lot of you are like normal and chill as fuck, but holy shit. I, I guess I had a hunch that, like, something was up with the Attack on Titan fandom, considering, like, we, we mentioned this jokingly, we have gotten some genuinely vitriolic responses. Like, people want our heads, um, over our first review. But holy shit, it's like a straight-up cult in there! What's going on? Yeah, well... <laughs> I don't I remember, Rem, how I said I was going to keep my biases out of this episode. Yeah, you've done that for like two hours at this point. Yep, yep. I've, at least as best as you can. I feel mostly, like I've done a less. pretty good job. Uh, would you like me to reiterate why I have as many problems with Attack on Titan as I do besides the one you've stated? Yeah, let's hear it, Sean. Uh, it's because the fan base is one of the most toxic fan bases on the face of the planet, and I have been abused and yelled at by them for way before we even did the podcast, uh, because I wasn't a fan of the show before then, but also because apparently, uh, because I don't like Attack on Titan, I have no taste whatsoever, according to them. Uh, you should have seen, like, some of the vitriol I've gotten from people at anime conventions, uh, I mean, just... considering, considering the emails and the direct messages we have received, I think I have a hunch. Yeah, I, I made the comparison early on as well that the same group of people who adore Sword Art Online adore Attack on Titan. Uh, but it, it's not a one-to-one, -one, like, but it's definitely, yeah, there's no, definitely some overlap the there. The Sword Art Online fandom, I feel like most of them, at least right now, the ones that I've talked to in person, they're like, yeah, I like the show, but also it's pretty trash. Like most of them are like in on the joke, whereas Attack on Titan just, just 
There, once again, we're generalizing here. I am positive. There's, I, I know a few Attack on Titan fans. They're super cool. Yeah, they named all their cats um, after uh, their uh, Attack on Titan characters. Yeah, they're awesome. There they're are good ones out there. It's just that a, a very disproportionate amount. Are, and it's not even just the fact that it's popular, because we've handled plenty of popular shows that I've hated. Um, but the the response is truly unique. And after seeing this, this single Reddit thread, I understand so much more that, frankly, I don't know if I would rather. Uh, but, you know, our episode's going on too long. We should probably... Cut it here, Sean. Yeah, yeah. No, Dylan's already going to hate us for giving us this much uh, editing at the last minute. Uh, we love him. We're going to do something very nice for him for Christmas uh, eventually once we figure out how to please the poor uh, the poor lad. Maybe we'll give him maybe we'll give him an extra box to sit in. It'll be nice. He'll enjoy that. Uh, but with that being said, Remington, one final question. Any chance you'd like to watch some more Shingeki no Kyojin with me sometime? I, I can watch as much as the intro and uh, until I, I start to get frustrated. So up till that amount and no more. Hey, the OP is I, does slap, though. You have to admit that. It, it, it's pretty good. It's not the best that we've had, but it is it is good. Uh, it's certified good. Then they change it about halfway through, but that's fine. You, you used to it. <laughs> you, you used to it. I mean, it's, a, it's a, the second OP is, OP is okay, but uh, yeah, that first one is iconic. Like, I, I still listen to that first OP regularly, even though I have issues with the show. Uh, <laughs> with that, thank you all so much for tuning in. We really appreciate it. Uh, if you made it this far uh, and would like to support us, I have a few ways you can do that. You can leave a review on whatever platform you listen on, uh, whether that be Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Stitcher, Spotify, or if you want to help us grow, word of mouth is a great way to do it. Also, if you'd like to support us even more directly, including gaining access to all kinds of lovely bonus content, as well as having uh, the opportunity to hear your name read horribly mispronounced by Remington, then you can head on over to patreon.com slash animeoutofcontext. Rem, who are we thanking this week? Well, of course, we always want to send our thanks out to our bland bitch protagonists, as well as our magical girls. But moving on, we have to thank our yandere waifus, who... Uh, will slice us right through our nape of the neck uh, and, and cause us to fall. Yeah, that's a bit uh, of a stretch. <laughs> on that list, we have Cheese Monkey, Sarah Birch, Kazumurako, Shawnee Rawlings, hey, hey, Sean, <laughs> Sean the Weeb of the Highest Order, Rollins. Wait, we're getting multiple Seans. Uh, Juliana, Salty me. Pretzel. I, I swear to God, Glenn they're Michael not me. Dolan. He, Sean just wants us to seem more popular than we are. I understand your game. <laughs> uh, Jacob Livingston, H. Wood, Farmer, I'm too sexy for my shirt, too sexy for my shirt, so sexy it hurts weeb. Alexander Nasiensenyo, Remhub, Andrew Rowicki, Matthew B, Devin McCutcheon, Sage Schiffner, Reverse Kismo Kismo, Supercalifragilisticexpialisnoosius, Sean Onichan Bakauu, uh, ready to be Isekai'd, Remington Merrill, Alex from Down Under Thunder, we don't send to just plunder, hit that shit like Golf Runner. <laughs> uh, Apostle of the Church of Remington, <laughs> Snap Snips, it's a zero because nobody cares if you kill kids with no names, Ichigo 015 Simp, Echidna's Best Girl, Old Man Rom, Remington is not a man of culture, Fox and Boy, The Booty Knight, Andrew Sinclair, Jax, Dark Swarm 713, Yuno Gasai, Kitty, John Menanga, Ariel Bird, Hey, it's divorced again. Just making sure Sean is okay after last episode. I'm not okay after this episode. Lonely Geek 23. Kyle Welsh. Thank absolutely every single one of you. We move on. We get to Hogwarts. I'm doing things a little bit fast just because we have a super long episode and I'm trying to make it a, a little bit uh, better. So uh, now, you know what? Everyone is going to get... Uh, every boy wizard, I... I was going to do something Yule Ball related, 
celebrating Yule. So it, you, each of you will get a different winter holiday. That There you go. Okay. Um, that's Harry Potter related, ain't it? I'm and struggling. It's very interesting being underneath this barrel. Like I didn't, I, I knew we were at the bottom, but wow, I didn't realize you could actually dig underneath. That's very interesting. There might be something oh, in here, but hey. All right, Spicy Luck Horizon is one of the best written Nisa Kaya uses the BS rule hot take. You get, you get Hanukkah, congratulations. You get 12 days. Uh, Delina Perez, I think it's 12 days. It's 12 days, right? Uh, uh, fuck, I don't know enough. I'm sorry, I'm bad. Uh, Delina Perez, you get uh, the winter solstice. The winter solstice itself. Uh, Miguel Delion, you are going to get, uh, you get New Year. Happy New Year to you. We'll be celebrating that next week, I guess. Fuck. Uh, Pilcher, the Simpho Gear advocate, you get, <laughs> uh, sure, what, you get Mardi Gras. Mardi Gras in December? <laughs> it's not in December, but I guess it's in the winter? Is it? All right. I don't know much about All Mardi right. Gras, I'll be honest. I don't know. It's on the list. All right. <laughs> I don't have time to think. You got Mardi Gras. Why not? Right now that you reviewed Hebeufo, please review the side story movie, Liz and the Bluebird, Kumiko. You get Kwanzaa. Uh, I call the Bondrew Daddy. Uh, you are going to get, you get St. Nicholas Day. Enrique Perez Torres, you, congrats, you get Christmas itself, buddy boy. Uh, MT the Poet, you, you're the only one who gets the Harry Potter related one. You get to attend the Yule Ball itself, congrats. <laughs> uh, dedicated Sadist, you get St. Lucia Day. I don't know anything about that one. Great. There you go. We're it's apparently Swedish. Well, hey. Uh, Frack Me Mr. Peanut Butter, you get... Did a, three Kings Day, uh, the Brown Mamba, I've run out. You get the great and totally not made up holiday that Sean will list off now. Uh, the, 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 uh, fucking, uh, Weebmas. Good old Weebmas. You get Weebmas, the Brown Mamba. Uh, finally, last year, we reach Chef of Musco. Uh, we reach Corey in the house. We're in the White House. I've lost my mind at this point. I'm so sorry, everyone. Uh, you guys, to celebrate, you guys get a Christmas creature. Everyone's leaving with your own little Christmas creature. Uh, so, uh, King Arthur is my waifu. Well, you get the Yule Lads. They're the 13 sons of Grilla. We've, who we've are done each a pre on the We've Yule talked Lads. about that. We talked about the Yule Lads. Oh my God, we did. We, we did, did a pre like... on it. It was awful. Oh my God. <laughs> that was so long ago. Oh man. What a what a weird callback. Uh, Amoto Aigao, ooh, ooh, Waluigi for life. Ooh, oh, wow. Waluigi, who he, he deserves the Grinch. Congrats, you get the Grinch. Uh, correction, couldn't have gone worse if you tried. Uh, you are going to get, uh, you're getting the Yule Cat, which will feast on everyone unless they received new Christmas clothes. Yeah, it's also larger than a house, if I remember correctly. Hell yeah, brother. What the fuck is wrong with you, Iceland? The almighty sinner. <laughs> uh, almighty sinner, you're going to get Bell Snickle. Uh, good old Bell Snickle. He'll show up. He looks like a beggar. Uh, he's going to warn those naughty children uh, to behave and then give them uh, lovely, lovely sweets. Zachary Shirley wants to bring back the Shirley jokes. Well, Shirley, you are going to be pleased with Frau Perch per Perchta. It it's a gruesome witch. <laughs> that, they don't have much of a description. I'm so sorry. <laughs> wow. Well, surely you're scraping the bottom of the barrel for that one. Uh, touchy diplomat, touchy diplomat, you get Dead Moroz. Uh, it's the Slavic equivalent to Santa, except he's blue. Fuck yeah. Blue uh, Santa? I'm behind that. Finally, we have Silicon Spectre. You. Oh. <laughs> 
<laughs> I chose this one because it looks cool. You get the Mary Lwyd. Sean, I have a question. How would you pronounce a word that's L-W-Y-D? Uh, Lwyd? Lude? Lord? Sure, it's the Mary Lewd. The Mary Lwyd. Uh, <laughs> it's a zombie horse that arrives from, rises from the dead every New Year's Eve. Well, so, that's festive. Hold on. I, and I feel it tries like to like get into your late. house. <laughs> yeah, well, there you go. So, Merry Christmas, everyone. Good God. Uh, and if you'd like to contact us, whether to send vitriolic hate mail, a question, comment, feedback, or recommendation, you can tweet us at AnimeConPod on Twitter or send an email over onto, over onto AnimeOutOfContext at gmail.com. I'm so fucked up right now. Apparently that's how it's pronounced. <laughs> it's, it's got a little extra phlegm in it. That's interesting. Uh, but thank you all so much for tuning in. We really appreciate it. Uh, and as always, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, stay safe out there, and don't fuck your sister. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back after consuming 10 whole episodes, episodes 6 to 16 of the immensely popular and starting its final season, Shingeki no Kyojin or Attack on Titan. And Remington? Wait, 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 Sean, Sean. Yes, yes. I need to clarify something uh, beyond the recording. Okay. You said 10 episodes. So I got up to 16, but I didn't watch 16 because that would be 11 episodes. Oh, fuck. Did you did you want me to watch 11 episodes, Sean? I think I did, yes. Because <laughs> that was literally the end of an arc was that 16th episode. Oh, son uh, of a bitch. That's All why, right. I, that's why right. I specifically well, included 16. Oh, yeah, so it would be 11 episodes. Uh, I take son it you watch the 10. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm not going to watch an extra episode. You tell me 10, I'm going to watch 10. Well, feck. God damn it. Okay, fine. We, it, we, can, work it, is it, we can work with this. It, is it important enough? Like, I can go and watch it on, like, two times speed. Uh, let me let me recheck the synopsis because it all kind of blended together when I was doing my research. I'll be honest. Uh, uh don't worry, it all blended together for me too. <laughs> you know what? Hey, it's not that important. <laughs> yeah, fuck it. <laughs> all right, all right, we're back. All right, let's let's. Yeah, yeah, no, that that'll that'll be fine. Fifteen is fine. That's episode fifteen. <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure Dylan will edit this appropriately so we don't look like assholes. <laughs> do, do, uh, do, do you want to try the intro again or just fuck it? Uh, we'll try the intro again and Dylan can decide what works best because we love him <laughs> and he is a very important member of our team and it's Christmas. Uh, All right, cool.